Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Almost made it, boys. We've almost made it to uh, 1201, January 1st, 2021. Um, I don't know if anybody said this before, but I don't think this year really was all we thought it would be. It was very good overall. You think it was a good year? No, I'm saying it doesn't, but I haven't really heard a lot of people talk about it. <sighs> because one, oh. of the th- one of the things, one of the uh, atrocities that we didn't foresee from the pandemic was that everybody's heartfelt end of 2020 thing is the same and it's driving me absolutely crazy that might be the worst part yeah <laughs> well no but it's, it's pretty it's pretty cringe so i don't know i'm not about it but the nightmare is appears to be almost over um how you guys staying sane of through the holidays and all that good stuff you doing okay <laughs> no better I'm dead. I'm dead inside no what presents did you guys get this year <laughs> Cody, you first. Keep it as big <clears throat> as possible. I didn't get a whole lot. I got a chair. I got a computer chair. A gamer chair. Nice. Bro. You should have just left it at chair. I got a chair. <laughs> I got one chair. <laughs> it's a metal folding chair. You can do a lot of things with it. My own. <laughs> Very nice. Is that it? Basically, yeah. Well, not basically. Spill the tea. No, but that's. I'm not kidding. That's all you got? <laughs> um, pretty much, yeah. Cody, don't make me get you a present, because I will. You can either you do whatever cheat. you need to do. You can either have a PS5. Or. Or you can, uh, or an unlimited subway pass. So, I'll take one. the PS5. But what? Okay, but in the long run, you're going to use the subway more than you're going to use the PS5. That's just exactly the subway. not true. <laughs> he has a car. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm honestly, uh, I, I, I've been in New York like three times, I guess, since this whole thing started, and I, I was, I'm just terrified, I don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to take the subway again, it's, it's a real, it's a first world problem, sure. It's but, gross. Yeah, I know, I just, uh, I'm gonna be just walking around Purell for the rest of my life, I don't even Met- know. Metro's way better. Uh, the bus? You talking about the bus? No. The DC metro. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 the trains. Is yeah, but like but do you have as are there as many weirdos on the people? metro though? I don't know. Mm. But I don't think so. The subway it's weirdos. Are the it's way easier to get through there. So like there's a there's somebody um, there's an Instagram account dedicated to weird subway people, and one of the videos was somebody carrying like one of those sort of plastic, not like a plastic shopping bag, but it's like it, it's heavier duty than that. You know, it's got like the the fabric handles on it, but the, the bag itself is like a really thick plastic. You guys, you can picture what I'm saying. Um, just full of meat. Hmm. Like, huh. no, uncooked, raw meat. Just, just mount, and not like singular pieces, just kind of chunks of different meat. It looked like there was pork and beef, and they were just carrying around in a bag. And the bag was sitting on the floor, and it's just, I well, love you know, these people. All, all meat is raw before it's cooked i mean they're probably just bringing it home to store i know but to put the bat to for, to carry it in that bag and have it open for things to get in you know germs and whatnot and then just sit it on, set it on the floor when it's a cheap bag and it's not like it's gonna protect you from something that could come up from the floor or whatever it's just it's it's wild it's absolutely wild but best city i think we can all agree josh what did you get break down the presents uh, what did I get? I got a, some books that I know I'll probably not read. Um, <laughs> um, what else did I get? 
I didn't get that much exciting stuff. Nice. I didn't really ask for anything because I'm a 26 year old man. But I don't, isn't it <laughs> weird? Do you guys ever feel weird asking for things? I mean, my, my no, mom I, I, asked honestly, me if I want anything. But. I just I find it hard to come up with things to ask for. Yeah, I don't right. need anything. I just buy stuff. Because everything I want, I buy. Right. I just I don't know. I I I got I I ended up with I got some running shoes, um, Obama's book. Just because that's just who I am, I guess. I'm a really cool guy. And then when I moved back to the city, I've been, I've been, my quarantine thing has been smoothies. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I do like three or four smoothies a week. So I'm getting a, like a top shelf blender for whenever Thanks. I move back to the city. So I'm pretty psyched about that. And, uh, and yeah. And then I was going to ask, because I've also been collecting, I was also buying records to like, because I feel like I'm, I, I need to be. I'm douchey enough to now at my, this point in my life. That you can buy a record player. Yeah, to have like a vinyl collection. You know, I'm. I'm I've reached that point in my life, so I want to have, uh, you know, be ready to go. But uh, I think that's going to be a birthday present. You know, April Santa, as I like to call him. But overall, successful holiday. Nobody I know died, so that's you know, a win, I suppose. And um, but the SUNY Cortland students are coming back soon, so. <laughs> You're done. Let's, uh, Plenty of time there. for that. <clears throat> I hate them so much. They are the I, I. Oh my god, I hate them. I hate. I. I was driving like two weeks ago, not even maybe a week and a half down, um, like through past Main Street in downtown Portland. You know, super specific, and there were just like seventeen people. Probably it was probably more like ten, but it, it, ten looks like seventeen. Maskless, just running down the street, screaming at each other, laughing and stuff. And I was like, I want to. I, I hate everything about you people, and it's just driving me crazy. But you people, you know, wasps the worst. Um, well, I'm glad to hear that everybody's doing okay. And for the first time in a long time this week, things felt a little bit normal because we have a comic book movie that people are upset about. So <laughs> you know, uh, woohoo! I liked I, guess. I liked it better the other way when we had nothing. <laughs> Um, yeah, so without further ado, play the trailer for Wonder Woman 1948. Diana, look at you. It's like now one day has passed. I don't want to be like anyone. I want to be an apex predator. You've always had everything. While people like me have had nothing. Well, now it's my turn. Get used to it. I've never been one for rules. The answer is always more. Oh, that was the first one. It was actually the 1910s, so... Boomer. Got him. 1940, it was post-World War II. Got him again. So as I mentioned, we have a comp- we have a comic book movie that people are mad about. And in the words of somebody, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And I'll be honest with you, in a, in a sick, twisted, sadistic way, I really enjoyed everybody going nuts on Twitter and all the controversies and the letterboxed <laughs> and the reactions and all that nonsense that comes with a big, not, it's usually a big movie, but we all know it's big comic book movie or franchise movie that comes out over the course of a weekend. 
in a like I said, in a sadistic way that's fun. I don't know if maybe that's not the right word to use it, but it it did make things feel more like normal where people are dunking on and defending the latest, you know, tentpole blockbuster. That was that was kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. Um certainly different circumstances, but it got the same same effect. Um so I guess we should start with initial thoughts. Cody, why don't we go with you first? I don't think I liked it very much. It just didn't connect with me. Not like the first one did. Which reminded us, you you liked that a lot, a little? I liked the first movie a lot. Right. That's my initial thoughts. (laughs) We'll get into it. Okay. Josh, what are you? (laughs) Yeah! (sighs) Where was it, Hans? Where let me t- my goddamn electric cello. Let it me tell you something. Once. Let me tell you something, Josh. So Cody and I went to see this together. Shout out to AMC Webster. And before and while the like the pre theater, you know, wash your hands that that was playing. Cody looked over at me and he said, "If that if I hear that that Wonder Woman theme, I'm going to audibly sigh for ten seconds." No, that's not what I said. I said, "Oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say?" If I hear if I hear that electric cello, I'm going to sigh really loud. <laughs> And sure enough, I don't know if it was there, the exact there, cello. There was once there was in it once there was one instance of it. No, there wasn't. And, there was no yeah, instance. Was. It was all orchestral. No, there was one. I well, I'm, I'll watch it again and I'll find out. But I did not hear it, and I was very disappointed. That is my spoiler. That's my only critique, mainly of this movie. Uh, I'm in the vast majority of majority of people apparently. Uh, minority. This is minority. It's late. I'm tired. Whatever. Okay. Uh, I love this movie. This is my favorite of the DC movies. Uh, I loved it more than the first one. I loved every second of it. It's everything I want in a superhero movie. And I'm not even going to try to get into my rebuttals of the criticisms. If you want that, read my letterbox review. Uh, but I I loved it. I loved every second short, of it. Short uh, discussion. Yep. Does, does that include Joker? Yes. Which that's not even in like a top three, but well, technically, it is because they say well, soci- it w- they say society. No, it's not okay. Anyway, anyway, I loved it. Do you live in a society? We do. Um, All right, Mason. What about you? What were your first initial instant thoughts? Uh, I mean, watching the movie was weird it was a weird experience you know uh in this just mainly that we haven't i the last time i sat down for a big movie was probably star wars i would say to this like tenet is its it's its own is its own thing i don't really count that as a franchise blockbuster it's a nolan movie and i guess i thinking about it, i guess i kind of had the same feeling of just something felt kind of off mainly the pacing the character stuff the story stuff it just kind of felt off and i guess this shouldn't be a big surprise because this is kind of this is usually how it goes with second movies of a big movie is they feel like they have to you know blow up the bubble and they they're uh what's what's the phrase their gra their reach exceeds their grasp if that makes sense or is it the other way around i don't know it's also late but they you know they try too hard they got too far, and in the end, it didn't even matter. Uh, uh, <laughs> you had to fall to lose it all. Rep Chester. Um, and yeah, it's just, it has a bad case of sequelitis compounded by 
um, just, I don't even know, it, it, it just, it just doesn't really live up to Wonder Woman, which I, the original I thought was fine, I thought it was, it's certainly a step up from, you know, Suicide Squad, uh, Justice League, of course, um, Justice League, Justice League. oh yeah, that's what, call that? yeah, that's what they call it. They Cody, Cody I'm so people. jealous of you that you have, <laughs> are so oblivious to the internet. Well, it's not that hard. Just don't look at it. <laughs> Unfollow those people that use the words like Justice League. It's not that hard. There's only one movie account. Or there's two movie accounts that you need to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, the Saved You a Click one. Yep. And, yeah. um, and, and Leatherbox. Jo- and Josh Lewis. Oh, wait. Sorry. <coughs> no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Josh and I are in the in the best, most passive aggressive Twitter war of block of unblocking him and blocking him and following him. It's so fun! I love it, Josh. It, it gets me through the day sometimes. Um, but yeah, it, it's just it didn't work for me. Uh, and that's you know I've got there's there's certain things about it that that the kind of um, certain people I guess to use a generic phrase are kind of upset about. I guess I don't really care about that much because the people. Uh, I just you have to kind of come in thinking that people have bad intentions and I just can't get there. So I just I'm settling on that this is a kind of a clumsy, kind of an awkward, but ultimately a uh an ambitious and heartfelt movie that just didn't work for me, like most comic book movies don't, which not a big surprise. Um but I will say this, Josh, throughout this entire f- past few days of it being out with what reading and watching not a crazy amount, but a healthy enough amount of people's takes on it you are i'm 99 percent sure the person i've seen who likes it the most and that's a, that's an amazing thing <laughs> yeah i've i've discovered that too isn't that crazy it's it's i mean it's, it feels weird this is like this is i feel like th- this feels like even more so even to a more extreme degree this feels like 2013 man of steel again where i felt like i was on an island and everyone hated it or oh. except i'm actually now on an island and- all three of us like it though so that doesn't that yeah, that's exactly true. That is. Yeah. It's, it's camaraderie. <sighs> is this what people who liked the theatrical cut of BBS felt like? I like that too. That I liked it before you did. I think was, you like it for dishonest reasons. I don't like the, I don't like the reasons. I don't like the theatrical cut. I still don't like the theatrical cut. I like oh. the ultimate cut, but no, they're the same thing. I don't know. To me, they're not. They're not. But this, ultimate is certainly better. Um, but anyway, uh, anyway, yeah, I, I feel like I'm in a little, my own little bubble with the 17 people that liked my review and agreed with me, but that's about it. I don't, I don't, I've never felt this alone in my feelings about a movie, positive, <laughs> positive or negative. Um, so it's weird, but yeah, I, I don't know this movie I've said before, I love the original Christopher Reeve Superman movies. And this was like that but made but with modern day technology and i loved it and i get why some people don't like the tone and the right. silliness and the cheesiness but that is 100 percent my jam so i loved it i know you hate you hate doing this i understand it but if you were to give this a star rating and i i'm going somewhere with this where would you come down on it as far as letterbox goes what is letterbox just five out of yeah okay uh, like a like i don't know Probably like a four and a half. Yeah. So that puts you. So four percent of Letterbox users have this at four and a half or five stars. Yep. So yeah, that's further proving the point of 
Yeah. <laughs> little, little, little Josh <laughs> on, his, on his Wonder Woman 1984 <laughs> island. I love it. That's how I feel with, um, with Mamma Mia 2. So, I, I, I get it. Actually, no, Don't people like that movie? Yeah, I guess so. Never mind. I feel like I, I had to watch that movie. Did I watch that movie? No, I was supposed to watch that movie. I started watching it. Yeah, you did. Did I ever tell you that, Mason? Yeah, you did. Did I finish it? No, you didn't finish it. Out of spite, mostly. Wasn't that good then? (laughs) I don't know what I don't know what my Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is then. Cody, I know is is um is Red Dawn because nobody cares about Red Dawn but you. Red Dawn is such a good movie, but nobody likes it as much as you. Yeah, because all of you are communists. Sometimes, literally. Hey, baby. Um, let's get into specifics then. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gal Gadot. We'll start with her. Uh, it's good. And Wonder Woman, I guess, in general. I guess when it comes down to it, my biggest problem, it's it's not one that I pay a lot of attention to, but it's just kind of there, is that um, the, the character's just kind of written into a box, and we already know kind of where she ends up, and they haven't, and it doesn't seem like they're going to do anything to change the canon of the... BVS, Justice League, Justice League, whatever the case may be. And yeah, I guess, I guess the, the biggest change is that I didn't feel like she, the character took as much of a change. Like I always go to, I always go back to like this, how a character main character in a sequel changes is like Chris is dark Knight, Bruce Wayne in the dark Knight. He's a vastly, he's in a vastly different circumstance and a vastly different person from scene one to, you know, driving into the light on the yeah. bat pod. And I just didn't think Wonder Woman had that. It was, it was, there was a change, but it just felt a little bit too incremental to me. And I just don't think a movie can really work if there isn't at least a somewhat drastic change from beginning to end. I think there's a change in her desire and how she handles it rather than her as a character or a person. Well, I think those are one and the same. I don't think they're one of the same. You're trait. I mean, well, you sort of are what you want it's, in a way. I guess I don't know. What, what What did you think the main change was, though? Well, I mean, it's. I mean, her her main the scene at in the I guess the beginning of the third act when um, she lets go of Steve. That's the main kind of turning point of her arc. Um, I, I mean, the change, like you said, it's it's not a personality or a personality trait change. It's what she wants and what she has to do and what she's willing to do and what she ultimately does. I mean, that's the, the arc she goes on. It's not, it's not the same as, you know, a tr- you know, what you would get in like an origin story, like the first one, which is more obvious, but right. And I guess the, the main lesson she learns is that everything comes at a cost. Right. And that's sort of yeah. what everybody learns in a way. And, no, that's that's solid, but I, I I guess I just didn't feel it really connected. But Cody, what about you? Would you would you think of how Diana her character developed? It developed. <laughs> Savage. I don't know. I guess she parted her hair the other she way. Just seems no. the same to me. Maybe a little more confident now that the roles are switched between her and Steve between the two movies. Yeah, but. And now that she can fly and, um, what's the other one? And make things invisible and <laughs> the, the new cool shit she can do. 
I didn't. Is flying canon? Like, has she always been able to fly? I didn't realize. There's so. been if different iterations. She right. can sometimes fly. She can sometimes jump really high. She can swing with her lasso. Like, there's a million different versions of it, but there's no true okay right. anything. <clears throat> Got it. Um. <laughs> and Gal- Godot is, is she gives exactly what you expected. I did feel like she kind of faded into the background a little bit, which is again a just a. Uh, a consequence of having, you know, two villains and then bringing Steve Trevor back. And I guess, uh, I don't, chime in if you guys want to, but I guess now we can, should probably talk about Steve Trevor and everybody else since Wonder Woman herself is, you know, is what she is. Unless you have any thoughts, Josh, you want to add in? I mean, aside from mentioning the, the that specific flying scene, which is my favorite scene in the movie, but Ooh, really, because oh, yeah. that's my least favorite scene in the movie. What's wrong with you? That's the that's one of my favorite scenes I've ever seen in a comic book. Well, movie. let me tell you what, what was wrong with it for me. If, if you mention um, the music, I'm going to hang up. Okay, hang up then, because I left the temp track in. <laughs> yeah, and that's um, it's awesome. It's just it's Wait, just the, the worst track? version Wait, of the what? flight scene from a. Oh my Man god! I like this is so much better than the Man of Steel. Fight. I full. I just don't think so. I do. I that, <laughs> first of all, that sunshine track. You could put it in anything and it'll make it ten times better. That, Second, that, <laughs> that makes it lazy to use. Wait, no, hold, on, hold on, hold on. One sec. What's sunshine track? I'm lost. So the the school the music that plays during the flight scene yes. is not a Hans Zimmer song. That is a song from the movie Sunshine by John Murphy, um, which is a Danny Boyle movie um, from about 15 years ago. That has been used at least ten times in other movies and trailers over the last decade. Um, it was in Kick-Ass. It was in the trailer for X-Men: Days of Future Past. It was in some other movie that I'm forgetting the name of. Um, but it's been used a dozen times. What's um, the name of the song? Um, Adagio in D Minor by John Murphy. Um, I'm, but sure, yeah. I'm assuming this is one of the things that I've heard a million times before, but yes, didn't realize yeah. it. Well, the second you hear, skip like 15 seconds in, you'll have heard it. Maybe I'm stupid, but I, that doesn't. I, I kind of skipped around. But that doesn't sound crazy familiar. I might not have been listening to the right one, but I mean, either well, way, either way, be, it's been whatever. used. A, it's been used a dozen times. Um, so it's very among Listen, people I'm, like I'm, very I'm, recognizable. Cody, I hate to do this, but I'm on Josh's side on this one. It didn't. I, I I didn't love the scene as much as him. I'm actually. I'm literally Josh. I'm so I'm shocked that you don't have the same favorite scene as me, and we'll get to that in a in a bit. But I thought the scene was fine. It worked. Um, I prefer Man of Steel just because that Zimmer score slaps, but yeah, they're not I, that well, far apart. For me, it's... I mean, that seems great, too. But for yeah. me, it's just Wonder Woman, the way they've interpreted this character is everything I want Superman to be. And right. because they're just do everything they do with her is like better but um maybe that's why but the scene itself the music i loved it and it fits the tone of the movie i think or at least the tone of the scene um and it's yeah they it's a it was a temp track when they were editing it and then hans and patty jenkins were walking on it and it's they said this in an interview they were like just leave it in because it fits perfectly and hans didn't want to do couldn't didn't think he could do something better i thought that was great um that's smart that's making a good decision um, not lazy, but and then they did this. They did a similar thing later on in the movie with uh, beautiful. Uh, yeah, Batman so he's just recycling his own it's, music now. If it was so if it was almost Composers anybody else this. but Hans, I would probably Composers be on Cody's side. All the, he's the time. Best. Yeah. Every, every composer recycles their own music. Well, so a beautiful lie doesn't um, bother me as much. Um, da 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 da. The best. Yeah, that, I, I loved that scene too. That's one of my other favorite scenes in the movie. But yeah, I just I thought it worked. I loved the the visuals. I loved her kind of finding her own flight pose um, and kind of really coming into her own, catching the wind. 
and all that stuff. And just, I, it blew me away. And I was, that was at the point that was kind of the no man's land scene for me where I was fully on board with everything Ooh. compared to the actual best wonder woman scene ever put on film. I mean, that scene's great too, but are you talking the scene about the scene where flash falls on her in justice league? <laughs> Get it? Cause they, he touched her boobies. <laughs> I've, I've seen that movie at least three times. And every time I somehow miss that that happens. Why have you seen that movie three times? Cause I saw it. I don't remember. Actually, I, I think I just tried to watch it to see if I still liked it, and I, I don't anymore. But I do not. <laughs> As uh, but but anyway, if you want to get to the other actors now. Um, I mean, yeah, or we can kind of follow this narrative thread. The 1980s. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy coming from me. They underused the concept of putting this in the 1980s. What do you mean? Because there's no music. There's yeah, like. There is. Okay, but like more towards the beginning, not really after that. But okay, but the move. This movie has a oh my god! I'm in the 1980s montage, and what do they play during it? I don't remember. Opera. <laughs> what? You've got an entire decade of songs, of fun songs that a lot of people like, and for Steve Trevor's oh, I'm finding out what the future is like. You play opera? What? Excuse me. <laughs> that makes no sense. Unless they couldn't get the rights for some reason, but it's Warner Brothers. I didn't get that. What, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna go, I don't know. I don't want to say that. I was like, if you're gonna go 1980s, go 1980s. But in an alternate <laughs> universe, I'm hanging myself right now. But like, I don't know. Embrace it if you're gonna embrace it. Is, is I guess is my thing. And if I'm gonna hate it, sure. But a lot of other people are probably gonna get a kick out of it. So go for it. Whatever. But like opera. Really? I don't. I don't know. Did I? Do you guys notice that, or is, am I just crazy? No, I actually didn't pick up on that. I didn't mind it. Yeah. I okay. Mean, I I I liked that they actually took a more. It, they didn't go the you know Super Eight or Stranger Things route with the eighties. They just kind of set it in that world, and it looked like it could have been taken yeah. place in the eighties. They didn't beat you over the head with it. And and the thing nice. that they did. I should give credit here because they did adapt more of like the subtext of the 80s, less so than the aesthetic of it, of shopping malls, you know, infomercials, the general like because the quote, it's not an economic boom, but it's sort of was, I guess, of the Reaganomics and all that kind of stuff. Thanks, Ronnie. No, but, you know, trickle down. It it ended up doing shit in the long run, but the economy was somewhat okay, And, you know. People had a lot of disposable income, da da da, and that leaned into the main plot. So I think that worked fine, and I'll give a credit for that. I just thought like, I just I I, I expected to hear like jump or something every ten minutes. It's like, and you we expected to watch Ready Player One again. Yeah, well, I like Ready Player One. So I will say missed say? opportunity on not using Ride the Lightning by Metallica during that scene. Yeah, I've heard but, that a few times, but um, yeah. Cause, other than that, no, I had nothing I could have pinpointed needing to be used. Right. Also, again, because it's the 1980s, U2 had arguably the biggest album oh, of the 1980s. Sake. And I have no idea. When did the movie take place? So the 80- movie took place in 1984. Didn't Joshua Tree come out in 86? 87. But so uh, what I'm saying, knew who what U2 I'm saying was is. Until that album came out. Is what I'm saying. Out. Okay, but they had pride. So what I'm saying is. All these uh, 1980s movies and all these 1980s shows, and I haven't heard a lick of Joshua Tree. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, and I'll move on. I just want to get that out there. Because nobody cares. It's not hype enough to use. None of those songs are hype. 
you telling me that you can't use uh uh, uh no da, 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 da. you can't whatever See? it is no <laughs> trip through your wires you can't use trip through your wires i don't even Pro- know that song bullet the blue sky i don't know on that you album. can't use both the blue sky boom I know Josh. three U2 songs, and none of them are hype. Oh, they're all hyped. They're all so hyped. Okay. Sometimes you can't make it on your own. Come on. Come on, man. Let's go. Um, but yeah, ni- the 1980s aesthetic, it was it was a little bit underused to me. Uh, okay, I want to get to this because I think it's a bit of a fun conversation. Favorite scene in the movie, Josh? Yours is flying. Yeah. Cody? Oh, I don't know. Maybe... Nothing really stands out to me. Maybe something with Pedro Pascal. Okay. <laughs> I just I don't know. I guess my question to Josh: How is it not this the fireworks scene? Unless that's a really close second. I mean, I really liked that scene a lot, and I loved the invisible jet coming in. That maybe. Oh, you mean that part I went to the bathroom for? <laughs> oh my god! Another reason why. Cody, 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 I can Cody. pause things when I have to go to the bathroom. Okay, well, um, Cody also has a small... We, we've been to, like, five or six movies together. I, I go He's to the bathroom peed. all the time. You have the smallest bladder. bladder. I've, uh, I can... Stop. Do you get ridiculous. drinks when you go to the movies? Yes. He gets a Coke stop Zero. It, and stop, I, stop doing that. And I Why the fuck him. would I do that? That's half the reason I go to the movies. <laughs> I'm not sorry about wanting to enjoy myself. <laughs> this is... I'm just being proven right about my... Coke Zero? No, you're not. Get a Coke Zero, Cody. Do you have a Coke Zero now? Uh, no, I ran out today. You could just, no. you could just get a, a six pack of Coke for the same price as Coke that Zero. Size. Okay, listen, Coke Zero. Big just, this didn't have to be a discussion about day and date, but I didn't want. Anyways, it to be, anyways, I wanted to be. I want to talk about the scene. The scene, okay. in the, the scene, the play was great. That was by great. far and away my favorite scene. I did not expect. I didn't see it coming. Obviously, I didn't even anticipate that it was a thing and it was lovely that was a terrific that was I will say that was it, when i felt the most like oh this is this is a dick donner kind of thing i will say it has the best line in the movie well shit diana oh yeah yeah that was good was hilarious <laughs> um, also like <laughs> you're telling me and I, and I know this is just stupid. I don't I don't carry this against the movie. It's a it's a stupid thing. It doesn't matter. But you're telling me that a plane sitting in a hangar <laughs> An old World War II plane sitting in a hangar is ready to fly across the ocean on a moment's notice. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care either. I just thought it was, it's a, it was a silly thing. And then when they get to Cairo or wherever they are, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. And they come back in their same clothes. <laughs> it's like, come on. It's so silly. But whatever. That's, that's, those, I don't, those are the silly things that just kind of make me laugh that don't matter but are just fun. Um, I guess Chris Pine. I'll say... <laughs> I thought it kind of reeked of desperation to bring him back. And I guess the question is, did the movie justify it enough? Josh, I'm assuming you're a yes on that. Yes. Okay. I, that was one of my concerns going in, and they it paid off for me. Did you have any expectation of how I was just wondering it? how he's coming back and why he's coming back, and they answered the how and the why worked. So, Right. Cody, what would you think? I don't know. I'm with you on that one. Don't really kind Which, of undercuts the emotional impact of the first movie. I don't I think it does. I think it adds to it. But I guess, but from our point of view, I think is like the thing that they built on it wasn't as strong and as emotional, where it just kind of ended. You know, it was a big thing, but I don't know. The, it, I, the execution I will, was just kind of off. 
I will say it would have been more impactful had they held that off for a Wonder Woman three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and had it have us go a movie without him, and then bring him back. But um, I still. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, I don't think I'm going to see it if they do bring him back again. Now that would be super lame. Well, they're not. They're not going to bring him back. I know they. I know they won't. Um, but he was he was good. He was you know he did his he, Chris he Pine fine. things. Just played his yeah, he played himself. I think yeah. I I think he cert he they achieved a few things. I mean they brought back the chemistry between them, which I think is great. And I like their yeah. relationship a lot. And really they're fun to watch. And on top of that, it added it gave Diana kind of something to achieve as you know the story went on and she had her little arc and you know lesson that she had to learn. Um. Again, it could have been saved for a third movie, but I was fine with it. And killed two burns of one stone there. Um, right. But I, I really liked it. I guess I was just kind of hoping that the character would... I wanted to see a Wonder Woman movie where she stands on her own two feet, I guess. And she doesn't... Yeah. And she's not, you know... Like, uh, every Batman needs her Alfred. Every Superman needs his... I don't know, not Lois, spaceship. but every uh, dead dad in a spaceship or whatever. And you know, I, care, and that's Wonder Woman's thing is like she doesn't, to my knowledge, she doesn't have like a sidekick or a confidant. So I guess you kind of need to yeah. give her that, especially given that it's a prequel, I guess. But I just would rather, I was kind of hoping to see how she would do as Diana Prince Wonder Woman going on an adventure, not so much, uh, you know, have, carrying around a buddy, you know, I guess. What I wonder is, is the reason for not allowing that to happen because Gal Gadot maybe isn't fully able to do that due to her limited acting ability. She's good, but she's gets by on charisma alone, which I don't know if that can. I mean, The Rock can pull that off, <laughs> arguably, right. but I don't know if she can. What are you saying about The Rock's acting ability? That he's been actually good in like three movies. Uh, I think that's wildly debatable. Let's count them. The Tooth Fairy. No. Uh, Jumanji and, and Jumanji too. That's it. Those are the three. I love, I love The Rock, but he's never going to get an Oscar. Listen, Tom Holland could win one, so anything's possible. Um, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even been mad if they just made somebody up. If like, uh, doesn't really matter who. I don't really care. But just for a thing. second, what I what I thought they were going to do was. For a second, I thought like he was playing his grandson just with the same actor, which I would, that would have been yeah, been awesome. Yeah, I, see, I wouldn't have wanted that. That would have just been weird. I hate Give when they do. Some, I like, hate weird when, nose or whatever. I hate when they I do think that. It I hate when they do that. It's the stupid Back to the Future thing where let's have his son look exactly like him and his yeah. daughter be Martin McFly with a wig. Like, a, a son that looks like it makes sense. Grandsons never look like the grand their grandfathers that much in my experience, at least. Um, but no, I go. I, yeah, that would have been fun. Um, uh, rest of the cast. Okay. Can't, when are we going to be over the shy, awkward person in glasses that turns into a super villain? I mean, come on. I don't know. They got it right the first time with Jamie Foxx. So no, that was terrible. Trying to uh, do it. That was terrible. This, this didn't offend me. Okay. Somehow. Because just, it usually uh, bothers me because I'm, but like, I'm, uh, it, well, what does it bring to the table? Like I, we 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 go we go back and forth all the time about like oh well, you're just kind of recycling the same plot beats and I we're all in agreement that it doesn't matter if you do something the same if you if you lift a plot point or do an homage you have to put a spin on it and there was no spin it was it was Electro think, it was the Riddler it was Catwoman it was I think the <laughs> hundreds reason of other works, ones I think the reason this works for me and like 
the Riddler doesn't, or I guess, honestly, the Riddler probably should work on this analysis, but the Jamie Foxx doesn't is uh, because it fits the tone that they're going for. It's very much that, like I said, it's very much a love letter and homage to that era of superhero filmmaking and storytelling. And this is very much a classic trope of a villain, um, which I liked. And I think Kristen Wiig, she's my favorite actress in the movie as far as performances go. Um, and I liked her villain and I'm apparently one of the only visual effects. So, oh, Brody. Oh man. Those, <laughs> um, are, those are rough. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. But, but like, yeah, okay. But I'm looking at this thing. Uh, it's it, somebody made like a mean collage or whatever of all the, like what we were saying, these kind of cliched villains. It's Guy Pierce, 2013, Iron Man three, yeah. Jim Carrey, 1995, uh, Jamie Foxx, 2014, Kristen Wiig, uh, uh, Uma Thurman, 1997, well, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, 1992. It's like, yeah. this isn't an, it, it's not like this is an, a care, like an archetype of storytelling. It's not like this is a Shakespeare thing as far as I know. This is no. a very recent invention. And I mean, I'm biased obviously, but I thought Jim Carrey did it 30 years old. It's not recent, but 25, um, but, but what I'm saying, whatever. it's not like, it's like, oh, well in the comics, they always had these kind of people or in Shakespeare or in uh, Chaucer, or whatever. Pick your I think it's just person. one of the cases where it doesn't bother me. Like, okay, that's the fine. trope itself doesn't bother me. If it's done, like I just hate R- Jim Carrey's <laughs> version of it. It's just, it's more just because I like the Riddler to be a certain way, and that right. Riddler is not the Riddler I want at all. Thank so God, who's Paul your Dano. Best, who's your best Riddler? Uh, Arkham like, games, probably. Movies, yeah, Arkham. Yeah, yeah. That even that one, awesome. I don't particularly love. <laughs> Speaking of bad tropes, Cody, Cody was Cody. I think you you noticed it. I was this close to walking out when she did the Barbara I know you're in there <laughs> and that <laughs> I, hate that I, hurt you. I hate that so much she only did it the once so thank god but still oh that was you oh, that was close that was a close call oh, why do you hate that trope so much I don't get it I don't know that's just, honestly something I, I actually genuinely always go for I like really? it a lot oh man I can't stand it I guess it's it's kind of like this it's, it's just nothing is it, it, it it's rarely done Actually, it was done well once. What was the one time it was done well? Where it's like, oh, I know you're in there, and like they it, they shoot him anyways or something. Return of the Jedi. Was it? No. When do they No, do it's when somebody's like brainwashed or like it's when they're at not the end themselves. Of, uh, in Return of the Jedi when uh, Luke's getting electrocuted. And he's begging for help from his dad. I mean, that's not third. really... No, that's not no, 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 no. Watch. That's it's Vader. the same thing. It's paid off from the beginning of the movie. Anyway. It's I don't know. It's... It's just one of those, it just trips a wire in my head. I don't know. But let's talk about the character a little bit more. So she's awkward, we get all that, and then she grits the stone, she wishes to be more like Diana. Great, perfect. The, you know, she beats up this guy who tried to, you know, assault her, basically. She takes off her glasses and gets hot. Oh, yeah. And And she wears some heels. Like, this movie's too long, and one of the things that it didn't need was the scene of her in the department store coming out in the heels and the dress. Like, if you just showed her walking up the stairs... Excuse me. It at the party, the same effect. Same yeah. effect. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I don't know. And Kristen Wiig, it's like we get the bit. You're you 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 kind of you you're kinda, hot. You kind of mumble. You get it. You're funny and you're and, uh, good looking. So. Kind of a little socially awkward. I don't know. <laughs> and then at the end, she goes ballistic. Um, another highlight of watching the movie with you, Cody, is that when she said she wanted to be an apex predator, I <laughs> I like grabbed your arm. <laughs> when she did that, I held out my hand. And uh, I held out my uh, hand upright and then crushed an invisible spider. So two, two questions is that did Kristen Wiig make the Jellicle choice? <laughs> oh, for the love of God. She was the one that got uh, taken up 
the heavy side layer. Whatever it's called. Dude. Nice. So, I, let's let's sit on Barbara for a few seconds. Some questions. Did did it establish that she liked cats? No. Did I miss that? <laughs> why does she like cats? Why would she choose to be a yeah, cat? Yeah, why is she the, I don't understand. Because of the shoes from the beginning of the movie? Like... And she literally says in the plane, I want to be an apex predator. And it cuts oh, away. Like, and like, like a cat. Why cats? I'm, I'm fine with it. It was silly over the top, but that's kind of I don't of know. Why expect. did Catwoman turn into a Catwoman after getting licked in Batman Returns? Right. I, get, I, I see your point, but I also I counter with a Tim Burton movie feels a lot different than a, than a Patty Jenkins movie. To me, at least, where and and I and I hate Batman Returns, so there's you know there's always that. But that's a great movie. I really like that one too. But like it, 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 that circumstance is way more believable than it is to me here, which for the most part plays it pretty real, quote unquote, for a superhero movie. That, but that's me. <laughs> Josh, thoughts on the the transformation and well, that's as it came. The, that's where I disagree because I think the whole this whole movie is not going for real in the same way that maybe like Superman, if you can even call that real, cause I wouldn't. But you said um, the original Superman, to, no Batman versus Superman, oh, or Man of Steel, where they're trying to do the whole grounded thing. I don't, I don't think this. At least, it's definitely tonally different from the first one. But I, they're going for more of that kind of larger than life feel, and I don't know. It she worked for me. Uh, the one thing I will say is. But all, Again, sorry, but also they could, they do they do seems it does seem like they bend over backwards sometimes to create scientific explanations for things like with the with the with the particle accelerator whatever you want to call it or the sure you know, the nuclear thing they all they also have a magic stone right so it's just it's a cares? little bit all over the place is all I'm saying maybe and, I don't know I think it sometimes it's necess- maybe needed other times i think it's just fine yeah i can't really tell you what times is which but right um but yeah as far as cheetah goes i i didn't nothing really bothered me about the actual transformation i liked the the final fight apparently some people think it's a bad action scene i really liked it i liked the design i thought the visual effects looked way better than cats which looked fucking terrible <laughs> whoa that's um, a real low bar they were <laughs> an and, comparison. And, and can't get under that to? bar. Uh, uh, and so, as far as I mean, in the DCU, it's excellent. <laughs> humans. Well, the, I don't know the D, the DC. Uh, save for uh, Man of Steel, I think has the best effects of any DC movie, DCEU movie or whatever. But it, it, no. putting it in that context, it's it's <laughs> it's good. Just that context compared to. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Well, we, since that's on the top of my head, it's was kind of abysmal. <laughs> I just uh, it didn't look good to me, and it's, I, it's made I, for two hundred million dollars. Like, so, the, well, what about it? Is people are people not liking? Like, it's it's not can't be the face because the face isn't CGI. That's makeup and prosthetics. Okay, I guess I'm talking more about the the CGI like the, at like large. The fur? Like, I'm talking about the, the CGI way. large, but I guess this applies to um to to cheetah too it just doesn't it it just doesn't move right and the, the texture of the hair is weird and they always huh. and my biggest complaint with the cgi in all these movies is that they it looks smudgy i that's the only way i can describe it, it just looks kind of i get out I of know focus i know what you're talking i know what you're talking about this happens, it looks it looks unrendered yes and i don't and i i'm not the person who really cares that much about visual effects but in a, in a movie like this it's just one of the many things that kind of took me out of the experience 
That's and it, visual effects, it's not an exact science. You know, The Irishman has not it has not good visual effects. That's fine. It's still like my favorite movie, so I don't really care. But it just uh, oh, it, it will never not be comically <laughs> terrible. He's eighty-seven years old. You take Johnny O'Rourke's kid. No. Let himself uh, have insurance. Man. Look at how I move like a young man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he kicks that man. It's so bad. Um, Definitely he's, not. He's 80. like a little. But like, like we all we all comp- we all comp- compartmentalize with things. It's like yeah, I can live with this weird thing because this. 10 minute sequences blows my balls off. You know, it's, it's, it's a whole thing. I don't, it either doesn't way, matter to me um, either way. Yeah, I, I loved her. I thought she was a great yeah. character. I, I will say, I think I like the character of Barbara more than I think the character of Cheetah. Uh, I think Cheetah, they could have held off on that again for a third movie. I think having her set up for a third movie would have been more effective, but I get it. You got to have a physical villain, right? Uh, which again, I don't know how you could, wh- what would she fight? At the end of the movie, or what would the I don't want to see her fight an, a mindless army. That's boring. So they just, but they needed to learn their lesson from the first one because the boss fight at the end of the first one was the worst part of the movie. I, I think that's <laughs> better than people give it credit for. But. Is it well, just but, me? But so that's not what I said though. It is it not the worst part of the movie? It's I guess. I don't think it's bad. All right. Again. It had, some, it had some Green Goblin, Amazing Spider-Man 2 vibes, is all I'm saying. It just, Peter. Wait, what? Yeah, I said it had some Green Goblin <laughs> in Amazing Spider-Man 2 Oh, I, vibes. I was thinking of this regular Spider-Man 2. This is a, uh, a sneaky Dane DeHaan heavy episode. <laughs> yeah, but, but actually, yeah, it's a good comparison. That is something, that is what it is similar it to. It just kind of so shows up at the end, and they didn't really give much yeah, explanation for I, it. And it's like, I, oh, I think okay, I whatever. think this works better. No, for sure, for sure. Um, but anyway, I, think, I don't think there needs to be, I guess, when you're making a superhero movie, you do. I would just respect this movie a lot more if they could just let the situation be the enemy for once. Or even Max Lord was enough to be an, uh, the villain. I don't think we needed her. Yeah. I, th- I think he was enough to be the villain. The problem is you don't have anything. Like, she's not, what's she going to do, fight him? Yeah. Gonna, Especially after they got she got her powers back. There was no and even even in the Well scene, we already saw that she could beat the shit out of anybody she wanted to. So why not have her beat him in a battle of wits or something, kinda like how she did? You know what I mean? Just do we really give some want respect that respect to your audience, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I'm always I'm always down for the Mission Impossible which one was it? This most recent was seven, so six effect where you start off with the big, huge action sequence, and then you scale down as the movie goes to where by the end it's like kind of like Cody said, a battle of wits. And I, I, I think that probably could have worked for this, you know. Like you can have the action throughout, but then at just at the end you don't have to go crazy with it, and you can be more, you know, psychological. I guess. Uh, Doesn't Mission Impossible Six end with a helicopter chase? That's, That's seven. seven. No, That's seven six. hasn't happened yet. Okay. You sure. Then f- no, yeah, six of them. Fallout is six. Oh, then six yes. and five. Is... Yes, so f- so five. The the okay. one where they go to Russia. Okay. Or no, Rogue Nation, or the Russia. Yeah. I don't know. What are, what are you, people? It's when he memorizes the bank codes and yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always loved that movie for that exact reason. I wish more people copied it because it's it's super fun. And um, anywho. Um, which you can get away with in the second movie because it's the second movie. People expect you to go big and crazy for the third one, so just fucking go for it. Anyways, um, uh, yeah, Cheetah was 
mixed bag. It's a little bit too tropey. If again, if you're gonna do the nerdy person who becomes who gets powers, just add something to it or get out of my face, basically. And they didn't, nice. didn't really, but whatever. Uh, speaking of Maxwell Lord, Pedro Pascal, Queen or King, God, yes. having a year, dude. He's having a good year. Very good year. Um, the direction I think was just go. <laughs> yeah, was, you could tell he was having a blast. Yeah, and he movies. he was doing like he even said like he, didn't he, Josh? He said like he basically wanted to do his version of Gene Hackman and Superman. Very much so. Yeah, yeah, and that worked great. Um, I just seeing a character get that unhinged just messes with me. I, I don't like. I don't like it. I don't like watching it. It's it's a Mason thing. It's not a movie thing, but. Uh, that just sort of unsettled me. Like towards the end, when he's got oh, and the, the blood in his eye, I can't handle that. I hate popped blood vessels in eyes, I, uh, or anything I to do with eyes. Stuff. Really, I thought it was great. Yeah, like he he goes for it. He goes real hard. He, you know, but not my cup of tea, I guess. But uh, what are your further thoughts on Max Lord, Josh? How do you think he fit? He was great. Uh, he was. I think he's definitely the better uh, villain character, the more developed one. Um, yeah, for sure. And I, I liked I liked everything with his son. I thought that was some really good stuff. Um, I I like that they this movie ends with him kind of getting a redemption. It's a little. I will say the, my one question is: We're just going to forget that he did all this? Yeah, I guess. Does he go to jail? I don't know. Um, um, there are definitely like plot holes in that regard, especially with the ending. But I, again, I don't care. Um, I really just I thought he was a really great character. He was I, I expected him to be my least favorite part of the movie just because I've never found that character very interesting as far as comic books go, but they made him interesting to me. Um they made him entertaining. Maybe that's due to Pedro Pascal or just the way he was written, but I really liked him a lot. And speaking of Batman Forever, which we oh, talked about a minute ago. Uh which something I pointed out to you, Cody, in the parking lot is that it's a very eerily similar in overall tone, I guess, to Batman Forever, with at the end of him sucking in all of the information or the wishes or what have you, and it being a whole uh, getting people through their TVs and all that kind of stuff. It was curious, wasn't it? Hmm. All I'm saying he's, is that he didn't talk through his butt, so two out of ten movie. Bad movie. Um, <laughs> um, with this character, he got a lot of charisma, the stuff with the sun was super forced, but I get why it was there to humanize him. I, the, the the end where his son, um, spoilers by the way, where you see his son is like in the, on the highway just like yelling for his dad, and then you cut to him going to wherever his son is, and he just runs out of the woods. It was funny to me for some reason. <laughs> and um, the, uh, uh, the Middle East subplot and the whole section there made no sense to me. It was just, it felt random and odd, and it was kind of a, a weird attempt to make this, like, a globe-trotting adventure, when I don't really think it had really needed to be. What'd you guys think of it? That was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Really? Yeah. The whole action sequence, you mean? I, just I mean, the scene this. and... Yeah. Go ahead. The whole, like, the whole, like, adventure aspect of it, like, bringing it around the, you know, yeah. going across the world, all that stuff. I'll say, that, 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 that action... That doesn't bother me. That action sequence was the best my favorite action sequence in the movie by far. So it was certainly worth it for that. Um, granted the dumbest kids in the world, uh, she has to save it there at the end. <laughs> fully see that there's like a caravan coming towards them. And they're still oh, playing. There's a, there's a tape the coming. Better play soccer. 
Exactly. That's what I do when I see a tank coming down the road. Yeah. They want it. They're ready. They're ready to die. Because it's not like you can play ball anywhere else. It's not like you're in a gotta play in, it in the street, in a desert or anything. But whatever. Um, but that was a, that was a really cool scene. Um, just the politics of it, I didn't understand. Like, I didn't know why anything that was happening was a big deal. That probably makes me just a stupid American. Sure, I'll take that. But it just kind of <laughs> yeah. Do they expect us to know the politics of uh, 1980s um, Egypt? That's... Yeah, I have no clue. Right. And. We, and with just there's so much going on, and my biggest complaint with this is that this the story, the plot, it's just everything in this movie is just too convoluted, and I kind of I lose the grasp of meaning from scene to scene, and I'm never really sure what's important and what I should be paying attention to, and that did not help matters. I thought that was going to be important, but it was just sort of a, oh, and then the wall falls at the end, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, I guess that wasn't I could have used brain space for something else, but whatever. Um, not my favorite. Um, Josh, would you, did you say anything about the sequence? No, I mean, I yeah, I, I liked, liked it, it a lot. Yeah. yeah, I liked how he pulled the rug out from under that guy. That was fun. And I guess you want, we can talk about the wishes now? What do you guys think of that as a plot device? Cody? Weird choice, but they did okay with it. Right. I think it fit in with the fiction of Wonder Woman, as the movies have said it, since they attributed it to a god, um, <clears throat> which I would have liked to see the god. I think these movies have potential to just be a boss rush of <laughs> fighting a bunch of gods, but <clears throat> that's not that's not how they're going. So I don't know. I thought it was okay. The wish, the wishes as a concept, kind of confused me because it made it seem like you only got one, but Barbara got two. So why did I miss something there, or what's the deal? Anybody know? They changed the rules. Okay. He just said he was feeling generous, so we gave her another wish. But like, if you're doing the particle, if you're doing the particle thing, and you're touching everybody, so that's not the key to it. Then people can wish for whatever they want, and they can wish for multiple things, right? Or is that? I don't know. Okay. Josh, any insight? No. I mean, no. it didn't bother me, but it didn't Makes really sense. stand out to me at all. So. Yeah. Okay. I was just trying... The, the, the wishes... Introducing this as a concept, it's kind of hard... It's always hard to make rules for a new thing and do it satisfy in a satisfying way. And, like, Avengers did it pretty well, and for some reason this didn't for me and i just couldn't really wrap my head around the concept also that he became he wished to become the wish thing it should have become a rock why not just make it a ring or something <laughs> like wear it there's no difference <laughs> i don't know um but the the scenes really let him ham it up and um so that was fun uh one of my big criticisms criticisms of the movie is that it is this is supposed to come out in June 2020, right? That was the original release date? It's supposed to come out in November 2019. Originally. But what was it done in time was it done in time to come out then? Yeah. It was. Okay. Um even still my point kind of stands. It's very much take that Trump and I'm just so over that right now. Artists, I what, think was art, it though? Cuz I didn't yeah, get that. I didn't get that, that. I don't get that at all. Just get what that it was that Pascal was a Trump thing? No. Oh, really? I didn't get that at all. <laughs> I guess you see it if you want to see it, but I thought they were pretty obvious <laughs> with it. When he was in the 
when he was in his office and he was like they were talking saying like he was a con man he's like i'm not a con man and they were just using kind of those things that my brain is just broken to immediately associate with him because he's just dominated our lives for four years but whatever i think i mean i think i think you're gonna i think be a lot more over the next several years decades i'll kill myself no thanks it's just, I'm just, like, artists kind of ran out of interesting things to say and do about this whole, you know, gestures and everything kind of thing in, like, fall or winter of 2017, and then it's just been cringe the rest of the way. And I think I, <laughs> what did I say to you, Cody, when we were walking out? I, I said, ah, oh, shit. I think I said, I, I, like, I'll, I'll never agree on a philosophical level with the people who talk about, like, libtard Hollywood and you know these soft lefties out in Los <laughs> Angeles kind of thing but this movie kind of made me understand how where they, <laughs> where they were coming from just from a okay does everything need to be about this kind of a, a perspective because I'm just uh, I'm just so over it we get it he's not a nice guy people should be nice okay <laughs> let's move on from this and it was just a bit, bit well, it, but it does it hits different after nine months of pandemic though that's true the the message of the story yeah which is good segue cody what's the message of this cody of this movie cody oh shit um it's um don't be selfish that's where i came down on it too i came down on that the wishes that people were asking for when maxwell lord was doing the broadcast were selfish and were you know, hurting so, other people. Yeah, like the one person is like, I wish you dropped dead. Like, that wasn't to advance themselves and their livelihoods. The one lady wishes to be famous. Somebody wishes for, like, a million dollars. Somebody wishes to be something, something, something. Well, but to be fair, the lady who did um, wish to drop dead did just uh, wish for yeah. Irish genocide. So that's... <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I, think th- I think the message of this... And the way it tapped into the 1980s, to me, it communicated that not everybody, you know, if everybody has it all, nobody has anything. It's like a Bruce Almighty sort of thing. And you got something completely different from the opening scene, right, yes. Josh, that you think carried yep. through. What was the yep. message of Wonder Woman 1984? To me, this movie is about truth and honesty. Um, and it's about, you know, doing things the right way, doing things the honest way, not cheating, as it's shown in, in the opening scene uh, again i don't know how people are missing it it's literally spelled out for you but i think it's because like we like were just saying the the examples that they give for people's wishes are kind of all over the board and it covers different like that guy's not wishing f- she's not wishing for irish people to be sent back to where they came from out of like to f- advance herself and he's not wishing for her to drop dead to make his life better they're doing it out i think of it can spite also and anger. be read as i think it can also be read as be careful what you wish for but i think the main Right. The core of it comes down to, it relates back to uh, Max Lord's wish. I mean, his wish is to become successful and to become all-powerful and all this stuff. And he didn't do it in a way that's fair, that other people have done it. He did it by wishing on a rock, and it took its toll on him. And it just goes to show what the message was, at least to me. I thought, right. I mean, the same thing goes to Wonder Woman in a way. Right. I mean, she wants love and she wants to be happy and the only way she can get that is to get have this one person come back even though that's not the way the world works that's cheating the system that's not how you get what you want so but you can also say that it was something it was a wish she made for her own personal gain too yeah yeah 
and not so much out of spite, I guess. I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I guess I'm torn of whether they are kind of putting a menagerie of things that the audience can see and take away from, all of which are good. Like, the, the, the themes you think that this represents is a good, it's a good lesson. It's a good thing to know. The ones that Cody and I are saying is a good lesson. It's a good thing to know. And I guess I'm just trying to decide, and this is for people to determine for themselves, if that was intentional or if the message was, if they had a, oh, we want to tell this message and get this across, and it came out kind of garbled, I suppose. And I thought, I never seen Monster. I thought Wonder Woman was fine. It was much more concise than this. So I'm not convinced that it was a menagerie. I think they just kind of, the script was just kind of sloppy and they tried to do too much and the message got muddled, but... That's kind of for your own, everyone's own interpretation. But um, now you mentioned that opening sequence. God, this movie is too long. <laughs> I know this is coming from Mister Seen Irishman seven eight times or whatever, but damn, this was long and <laughs> did not need to be. I didn't think. I think this is one of the rare times I actually am fine with the length. You of it being long. I watch the Irishman, you coward. No, that movie sucks. That movie's <laughs> forty seven hours of nothing happening and terrible CGI faces. Um, you want to talk about terrible CGI faces? Yeah, there cheetah. aren't any in this movie. That's cheetah. not a CGI face. Cheetah, cheetah, it's cheetah, not a CGI cheetah. face. Um, terrible yeah, CGI the, this movie has it's not. Uh, this movie has a really kind of epic, big scale feel to it um, that I you kind of reminded me of a little bit of Black Panther um, as far as superhero movies go. I think the length played into that, and I think they kind of really just went for it, which I liked. So. But I can think of 20 minutes you can take off right off the top. You don't need the opening sequence, and you don't need the Kristen Wiig goes to the whatever to try on whatever scenes. Okay, so that's about... That's 20 minutes. That's 210. Perfect. That's a great length. Those and are then, not 10-minute scenes. Uh, you could argue that no, one's a fifteen. One's minutes, a 15 but... and a 5, isn't it? Isn't it 15 minutes, the opening I, scene? It's, I don't think it's that fine. long. Let's, it's, let's say it's 15 minutes total, or 12 and a half, cut the middle, whatever. Either way... It's a significantly different runtime. The and and when people talk about it, oh that movie's way too long, ninety nine percent of the time they're talking about pacing, and that was another problem for me. It's, it's it just it did not there was I, not I very good flow. Pacing. I I didn't I did not love it. Um, and Patty Jenkins, because I was trying to figure out I was I was doing some reading to figure out what the deal was with the opening scene, and she said that she included it for people who haven't seen Wonder Woman. And we're watching this on a plane, to which I say, huh? <laughs> yeah, what does that have to do with Wonder Woman? Nothing. It's not, that doesn't serve the story. And they kind of tack on this little thing at the end to sort of connect to the ending, when in reality, it's just, it's for, it's for dummies. It's for stupids. This is like the biggest movie of 2017, arguably, and it's Wonder Woman. So if you don't know who Wonder Woman is, coming into Wonder Woman 1984, Shut up. <laughs> don't cater to them. <laughs> I don't understand it. Cater to the people who are fans and bought tickets knowing what this movie is and wanted to go see it, of which I count myself because I wanted all those things. I didn't get that. And the scene was fine on its own. I wish it had more connection to everything, but it just, it from the horse's mouth, it served the purpose of, here's Wonder Woman. And I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't like that. So I just want to fact check you real quick. The okay. opening scene is 11 minutes, and that dress room scene is one minute. Okay, 12. That's basically what I said. 12 and a half minutes. Let's say. Okay. Either way, that's not. 20. It's shorter, and but again, you need to. It needs to be edited better. So 12 minutes might not even do that much. But what do you think of the opening scene, Cody? Mm-hmm. I barely even remember it. 
It just it didn't seem to connect to the rest of the movie very well. Right. It does, though. But maybe in your interpretation... Yeah, I guess since Cody and I took a completely different message away, then we're probably going to be far apart in this. But you liked it, Josh. You thought it was necessary. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it could have been shorter, but I was... I will say I, I did feel after, you know, minute seven or eight, I'm like, okay, can we get to 80s now? Yeah. But... And people are also mad. I, sorry, I don't want to. I didn't mean to bring this up, but one of the other scenes that there was that WB asked to be cut was the mall scene. I thought that was fine. That was a fun scene. That would have been a great opening scene. But they did. Did the, they say why? Why what? Why would they want it cut? Timing, I think. I think it was just the runtime. I think, which I get. But also, it's not why? as big of a deal. Well, I was going to say, it's not as big of a deal if it's on HBO Max, but this I don't know when that conversation took place, so whatever. But I get it. I get it. Uh, but, Josh, you also have to remember, this is the this is the studio that let Zack Snyder release a two-hour and 40-minute Batman v Superman, so they're probably going to be a little cagey on those kind of things. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. You know, give it, let's gain some perspective here. Um, let's see. Any... Th- Straggling observations, things you like, things you didn't like. I'm pretty tapped out on my notes here. Cody? No. Josh? I mean, I, I also, I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but I love the ending. I love the third act. Yeah, um, I'm all I, I for think... a non-physical resolution to a story, so I, yeah. I did appreciate that. I, lo- I loved all that. I loved the resolution with uh, Max Lord. I loved the scene that had beautiful life from Batman vs Superman that was made me happy um and also I thought that also just beautiful lie just kind of fits the theme I think the messaging of the movie too but um yeah it just that whole sequence was great and I also loved just the ending ending with you know her flying again that was great so two more things one thing I thought was cool one thing I thought was kind of lame the armor was lame it was it didn't really oh, yeah. serve much of a purpose. I didn't, I didn't care for it. It didn't. It didn't help her in the fight all that much, except for protect her from Cheetah's claws. Which whatever. The lasso truth, though, I thought was brilliant. I loved how they use that. It's like, it, oh, he's like, I thought this. What do you mean? Why are you cook connecting me to this? It's supposed to maybe tell the truth. It's like, no, it's supposed to make you see the truth. I was like, oh, nice. Um, which I just, I don't know how you watch this and not think of Trump. I just don't because uh, it's all about like lying and being a douche and stuff. Whatever. Um, but yeah, I think I'm just he's just cool. faded from my memory oh. into obscurity, so nice. I just don't care. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I really liked how that was done. I don't know if that's a comics thing or if they changed it or whatever. But I'd, I enjoyed I'd it never a lot. heard that interpretation yeah. before. So well, I thought it was pretty dope. So I'll give a credit for that. Um, and yeah, any final thoughts before we Cody and I hit a grade? Well, Josh, you already have, so. Nope. Cody. I loved it. Grade it out. We're doing out of 10? Yeah. Did. It's been so long. <laughs> uh, four. Honestly, in talk, I, I, in talking about it, I like it more than I did. So I'll, I'll go with a, I'll go a four as well. I don't like it that much. But it's just, it's got all the pieces, all the ingredients. It just not. Just couldn't quite cook. live up to the first one to me. Yeah. I like about half as much, so what's that go to show you? That's fair. Yeah, same. So, uh, question for you, Cody. Mm-hmm. Picture, content, <laughs> content. film, movie, oh, God. 
Content. I would go content too, because I don't even think general law. Like I know I've heard from multiple people who said that they turned it off. <laughs> so really? I yeah, I think it's content. Yeah. Sad sad to say. But oh well. Um we kind of hit. I don't really feel like talking about the future because it's so uncertain when it comes to whatever this DCEU is. So, but Wonder Woman three is happening. We'll see what happens. I guess Linda Carter is going to be in it. Cool. Whatever. Okay, watch something and listen to Josh. Why don't you start? Saw Soul. Nice. We all saw Soul. I, mean, I saw Soul. Did you not watch Soul, Mason? I watched Soul. Why aren't we talking about Soul? I think this because it's great because it's it's Pixar and it's a great movie and it's boring. <laughs> But we can talk about it now. Mini mini soul discussion. I loved it. Music was awesome. I loved the cat. I loved that it was in New York. I loved that it told an authentic black story with authentic black actors. And, uh, yeah. Not my favorite Pixar. I have it at a four to five in Letterboxd now. So who knows if it'll rise as we go along. But as it is, it's fantastic. And it sucks that Peak Doctor's going to run Pixar now because I don't think he's going to be making, directing another movie for a while. Lame. That's my that's my review of Soul four out of five or eight out of ten. Cody, oh, I thought it was fine. Yeah, seven out of ten. Josh, it was good. I don't get the hype, but I really liked it, and it's probably the best looking Pixar movie. So I gotta say, for all the shit that this year's been, it is a great year for scores. There are some banging score, like the the Mank score was awesome. The Soul score was awesome. The Tenet score was awesome. Like, hey, damn. You want to try that again? The T-Net score was awesome. There you go. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the scores of this year. It's a very lone bright spot. Um, anything else, Josh? Uh, what else did I watch or read or listen to? Um, saw a movie called Horse Girl. Oh, with Allison Brie? Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> really weird i don't know what to think of it but i would recommend it it's a movie that happened sure is <laughs> uh, oh and oh and uh happiest season when i saw that nice it was, it was, it was fine also with allison brie so oh yeah I forgot about and others shout out to that movie i like that movie a lot but mostly just allison brie i just she's like barely in it she's the main character She's, okay. the, she's the villain. She snaps her fingers and everybody dies. Um, Let Them All Not Talk. I, told, I watched Let Them All Talk a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Steven Soderbergh's latest joint. Really, really good. Um, very soothing movie. Another great score. Very jazzy. And cause I'm, I've been into jazz a lot recently. You know, insert B-movie meme. Uh, you know, rocking some Miles Davis and Duke Ellington and the classics, so... A lot of good jazz stuff. Uh, Catch Me If You Can had a jazzy score, too. The Vast of Night, fellas. Who's seen it? Still haven't. Ah, Cody? I don't even know what it is. It's on Amazon Prime. It's about... It's a shoestring budget indie movie about aliens, and it fucking rules. I mean, we've got... I don't want to spoil the list that we have coming up. The the Josh and I have coming up. (laughs) But it's high. It's going to be real, 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 real high. So, highly recommend it. It's an hour and 40. It's It reminds me a lot of Goosebumps. It reminds me a lot of... Uh, um, I don't even know. Uh, you, you said the one thing that you needed to. Oh, really? Great. Well, it's a lot like that. It's Goosebumps if it was made by... Uh, 
a young Steven Spielberg is what it felt like. So that's I loved the Vast of Night. Damn, and oddly enough, it, it's there, there's a co-starring role for a girl I follow on TikTok, which and she's not even that big. She's just a random person that I am following because she does cool crafts. I was like, hey, that's the person from TikTok. So craziness. Didn't even know she acted. You, you follow a crafter on TikTok? T- yeah. You sound like a ninety-year-old. Take a crafter on TikTok. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> What's a crafter? What's a crafter? What's TikTok? Like the mints? Uh, I just. You do you. You're so old, Josh. I love it. Um, you tuck your fucking pajamas into your socks, you old man. Got you there, dude. Cur- they are currently tucked in. I'm tucked, bro. You tucked? Cody, you tucked? Am I, I am tucked? wearing socks, though. Okay. And cool. PJ pants. Tuck it up, bro. Um, I don't even know clothes on. Uh, I also watched The Sound of Metal last night. Did not care for it. What's that? Don't, I don't want to know anything. I'm okay. watching out tomorrow. Okay. Well, I think you'll... you'll. I mean, you're you're going to love this you one, know, no matter you know what. It. No, no matter what. Um, yeah, I'll, we'll see. I, it's probably going to be top five for you, I would guess. Uh, da, 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 and then I'm rewatching the Godfather movies in ex, in anticipation for the recut of Godfather 3. So I watched the first one the other night. It rules pretty hard. And, um, yeah, that's it. I love it. It's, it's so funny to me that they have James Caan playing Italian-American. That's the funniest meme of all time. So uh, the waspiest-looking MFer of all time. So that's great. Cody, what about you? I have been playing a video game. Dark Souls or Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. On PS4, I thought it was nope, buggy. On bad. my computer. Oh, so okay. Is it good on PC? It works better. <laughs> but so not, it's not good. It works better. Yeah, it works fine. It, it's good on my computer. Okay. But if you have a decent enough rig, it, it's good. It's a good game. It's really fun. Is it something I would enjoy? Because I might get a PS5 at some point, and I want to um, have a game. I don't know. Is it's there story heavy? Is there? Um, do you have to play online, or is it just story? No, it's, it's a single player game. Does it compare to Arkham Knight favorably? No, it's nothing like Arkham Knight. But like, I know it's a shooter. I don't mean that. I mean like, is it? Does it have side missions and open oh, world? Oh, actually, that shit? the game is, the game is mostly side missions. Okay. I don't know. I heard it was. I heard it was, I heard it was a lot. It'll probably be pretty cheap. I heard it was basically Blade Runner the game, so I was intrigued. Yeah, by it. yeah. That's a that's a comp, that's a comparison you can make. Okay, maybe maybe I'll check it out. Cool. Uh, all right. Anything else? Do I have anything else? I don't think so. All right. Started watching Cheers. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's really funny. It's actually really good. No, it's a good show. I'm just like, you watch Cheers? I, I started to. That's the most random thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I'm not sure where that came from, but it's happening. I've weirdly uh, always wanted to start watching Frasier. Yeah, until that, that opens up doors. Watching Cheers yeah. opens up doors for me. I mean, if you just focus on those two shows, that's like... 600 episodes of content so that's awesome that's that'll that'll last you a while so (laughs) okay well we learned something about you today cody you watched like heady comedy well well you know all all i know is that sometimes you have to go where everybody knows your name that lead that leads into an interesting point about soul that's the first non-ratzenberger movie I don't know that. that means. Josh, you you know that, right? That's that's Ham from Toy Story, right? Yeah, 
He's okay. not in it. I well, think. Has he been in every Peter Charm movie? Did he, did he die? Yeah, he's their good luck charm. He's been in every one. Uh, and he did not die, but he did go pretty hard for Donnie Boy in the election. Oh. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Perhaps. Well, Wouldn't be surprised. Been, he's been in a Pixar movies the last four years, so. I don't, I don't know. That I'm just, to do with it. I don't know. I'm just, hey, it's 2020. It's a different time. So, I don't know. We may never not, know the answer to not that. Not for long. That's true. Thank God. It's the Worst 2020s. <laughs> really? What? Cody, why? Just kidding. You know why. You, you, you know we love you. You know I love you. So, that's enough. Um, and you're and you're also getting me a PS5, so I know you love me back. Well, so. Are we buying each other a PS5? No, Is you're just buying me one. Well, but I want one. No. Oh. We'll figure it out. Anyways, <laughs> that'll do it. Uh, I don't know about you, Josh, but I'm going to be ready to do a top ten pretty soon, so maybe that's the next one. I need probably like a week or two. That's fine. We'll see what happens. We'll see what maybe happens. But a top... Maybe I'll, I'll come up with a list. Great. Terrific. The top ten list is coming somewhat soon. It'll be a weird one. But surprisingly, though, I'm looking at my list as it stands now. It's not that bad. Not in a, in a normal year, like four of these would be on my list. So, you know, a little bit, a little bit uh, thin, but overall, solid crop of movies. So, that'll be coming at some point. And until next time, you can follow us at underscore RealFlix on Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. Check us out on Spotify. Send us an email RealFlixPodcast.com. I said an e-fail instead of an email. That's an e-fail. LOL. Uh, and until next time, Josh, Cody. Stay positive and test negative. <laughs> Do you get it? It's a pun. I'm just gonna let you. I'm just gonna let you not say.